0: You're listening to a Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast.
1: Yes, sir. People, we back with uh, our very own uh, Maulana Salim Karim and Alhamdulillah, Molana, You know, I've been thinking uh, very deeply about uh, some topics, and one of them uh, being, you know, we have to be so. Careful, it's so easy to lose our iman, uh, Mawlana, Salim, Karim. and you know, we need you know our sincere faith, actions, uh, ibadah. You know, this fills us with the nur ala nur, and where else, uh, in disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are losing connections with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we are deprived of the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know, and the Quran in Surah Nur talks about people, you know, that go for zina and that, uh, you know, go to adultery and all, what is a dire punishment. But uh, this Noor, uh, Molana, like for instance, when I see you on the Jummah Qudba, and when uh, whilst you're talking, I look at your face, I can see there's Noor on you. But uh, Molana, when you look around you, you can see a lot of uh, dullness in individuals. And uh, sometimes, you know, we, don't, we are not judgmental, but uh, the man of God, those that are connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those that are, you know, straight and uh, sincere. And you so eloquently t- uh, told it uh, in the first segment, where you spoke about, uh, you know, uh, don't seek for happiness. You know, build your own happiness. Okay. Keep your own happiness. And same with your ibadat. Don't go look for approval from this one and that one and that one. Make sure that you know that you're pleasing your Creator and make it yourself. Don't look for accolades from left, right and centre. How would you react to that, Mawlana Salim Kareem?
0: A very important question, is to make an effort on yourself. Worry about what is going to happen to me at the time of Moth and what is going to happen to me in the Kabr and the journey further on. Hazrat Usmani Ghani radiallahu ta'ala shafa'at as we spoke in the first segment, he used to go to the Kabristan and sob and cry to Allah so much. He teared and cried and sobbed that his tears used to roll down his beard and onto the ground. The ground would get wet imagine that amount of crying? So somebody asked him a question. And that is the question that you and I need to ask. You see, we don't need the recognition of people. See, if Allah recognizes you, Allah accepts you, Allah makes you his banda, what more can you ask Allah for? This is the question. So coming back to Hazrat Osmani, Ghani radiallahu ta'ala shabat He used to stand and cry at the Kabristan. So somebody asked him, but when Ayat of Jannat and Jahannam is mentioned, you don't cry that much. But why is it that when you come here to the Kabristan, you sob and you cry that much? So he said, Wallahi, if you are successful in this first stage of your journey to the Akhirat, then the rest of the journey will be successful. And if you are caught and held responsible here then your entire journey to the akhirat will be a very difficult one so your point is very pertinent shafat bhai that don't look for recognition Apne karo prepare for your akhirat always think positive about other people but about your own self shafat bhai J always be, insha'Allah. He's worried. Okay, what's going to happen to me? Is my Allah happy with me? Take gee. Know that sometimes, by heartbreaks happens, you find a person heartbroken. What is the best thing for him to do? Is it a sign of punishment from Allah? No. Know that sometimes heartbreak happens just to push you closer to Allah. We must understand this: that sometimes when Allah puts us to test and trial, don't get disappointed and despondent Why Allah Taala is being so punishing me? Allah Taala is making it difficult. No, when you is a hadith of Rasulullah, Allah Park says. I'm with those whose hearts are broken. منكسرت الكلوب أنا عند منكسرت الكلوب أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم That I'm with those whose hearts are broken. That's when you link up to Allah. So Shafatbhai, all I'm saying, we must make dua every day. رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ And what if a good we do? small or big in the end it's not your kamal it's not your brilliance and your geniusness it is tawfiq ilahi that allah gave you there are millions of other people who could do it but allah chose you so you must thank allah for that wa ma tawfiqi illa billah four things ifadban you know when four things when we have in us this is what we need to look take stock You know, we take our car for service every 100 kilometers or 1,000 kilometers or 10,000, 20,000. Every now and again, the service light comes on. We rush to the dealership, inshallah. We want the service done. So when the red light comes on for us, what do we do? That this heart is faulty. This heart is losing power. It's losing marifat and muhabbat of Allah. Where do we go? Do we go to the awliya Allah, the Sufiani Kiram? We need, inshallah, to boost and recharge our battery. What do we do? So there are four unfortunate persons, Shafat Bhai. Number one, that person is absolutely unfortunate. Jinki <laughs> ka eyes are dry. They don't cry. Nothing shakes them, Shafat Nothing. It's not a good sign. Unfortunate person is that person who doesn't cry at all. Happiness or sadness never sheds a tear. Hard as a rock. Number two, dil ka You have people who are so hard-hearted. They can see the more the worst type of atrocities. It doesn't touch them. It doesn't bother them. It doesn't shake them. Number three, umido ka lamba hona. You have this long, long Arazu. Inshallah, when I get money, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to become the prime minister, I want to do this. Lambi, lambi ummide. Very unfortunate person. And number four, dunya ki Greed for this dunya. Very unfortunate. Four individuals. One is the person who doesn't have tofi to cry. Number two, He's a person who's hard-hearted. Nothing touches him. He won't even comfort anybody if there's a janazah. Sometimes our wives lose their parents, brothers or sisters. It's the duty of the husband, hug your wife, comfort her, wipe her tears. Tell her, it's fine. I'm here. Allah is with you. We can't do that also. So, okay. Eyes become dry. There's no more tears there. Dil ka hona. His heart is gone so hard. Long, long wishes and desires
1: and love for this dunya. May Allah Ta'ala protect us. Yeah, absolutely brilliant, uh, Molana, And uh, you make a lot of sense there. And then, you know, we go on to the issue of, uh, you know, uh, delusion. And, uh, you know, uh, most of us have been engulfed uh, presently by delusion. And, you know, each one, sadly, Molana, each one thinks oh, he or she is holier than thou, better. And, uh, you know, this could be the whispering of shaitan where you feel, you know, what I've arrived. Allah has given me everything, that poor gharib, chair. You know, he doesn't have enough. And uh, look at how pious we are and what we are doing. We are on the right uh, you know, path. And then we start preaching to that poor beggar that comes to the door. And you say, you know, why are you like this? because you don't read your namaz you're like this and look, look at what uh, god has given me see what allah has given me and what he has given you he's given you this because of uh, you you know because you're not following certain things we don't know what the individual is going through but that delusional factor of saying you know what or feeling that i am better than him because i'm more pious and i'm more connected your thoughts on that molana Lukmani <laughs>
0: Hakim You know, the king said, slaughter a sheep and bring me the most tastiest part. So he goes and he slaughtered the sheep, he brings the tongue and says, this is the most tastiest part. A lot of people, mashallah, the butchers, you go, they, they boil it in salt and pepper. A lot of people like it, very tasty. So asked him, go and slaughter a sheep and bring me the most tastiest part. So when the person did it and brought it, he said, go back and slaughter another sheep and bring me the worst part. He goes and he brings the tongue again, the worst part of the animal. But so he asked him, but why? So he said, you see, when this tongue is in control, and what flows out of this tongue is sweetness. And when this tongue is polluted with rebat, with slander, with vulgarity, then it's the worst part in the body. So Shapadbai, we have become a nation of judgment. We just love to judge people, and especially Shifadwai. mm. You know, when poor people come to you or to us as organizations sometimes, one day I lost it, Shafab when one person came and brought it to my attention. Mohana, I went to a certain organization, I'm not taking the name. They insulted that person and said, Read your Kalima first. I want to see whether you know how to read the Kalima.
1: Is this what Sharia told us to do? Hmm. Rasulullah said, if a
0: sail comes riding on a horse, during the time of Rasulullah, a horse was like a BMW, Rolls Royce. Don't turn him away. If a person comes to your door, I can be dressed very smart, and I can come to your door and say, I'm in some difficulties. She, can you help me? And you chase me away, and you insult me. Rasulullah said, even if he comes on a horseback to your door, don't turn him away. Give him something, because you don't know what situation he is in. We saw it in the floods. We saw it in the writing, Shafat Bar. In the morning, I was a multi-millionaire. Billions of friends. And in the evening, my whole factory, my whole operation is to the ground. I'm penniless. Now, if that person comes to you for help, what are you going to tell him? You were were owning millions. You had so many factories. Why are you coming here for help? We must change this concept. Because Allah can change the whole thing around. People living in glass houses should not throw stones at others. The same, Safatwae. We like to laugh at the misfortune of others. Instead of giving them dua and you yourself making dua to Allah. Allah, you protected me. Allah, you granted me. Lack, lack, but I become Allah now. That's why Allah Park never gave rosy in the hand of insan. Allah told, took full responsibility. For every creation on this earth, to feed and nourish, Allah has taken that responsibility. Because you and Insan, Chafadwai, we are best of friends. Mm. Gee, I'm doing business with you. you buying from me, I'm buying from you. But we have a turf. I'm the first one to say, I will not supply you. Oh, you can go. I've stopped my supplies. I've stopped my order. I won't buy from you. This is Insan. Now imagine how many people we fight here, Shafadwai, in town. Gee? So in the end of the day, somebody came to Hazrat Khawaja Nizamuddin, awliya Allah, and said that this person here is such a, a pest. He says the worst things to me. He makes my life so difficult. He criticizes me. He sways me. I want to retaliate. What must I do? It happens to most of us. Hazrat Khwaja Nizamuddin, awliya Allah, rahmatullah, he said, better if you are going to be also doing the same thing what he's doing, you are going to take revenge and you are going to put thorns and obstacles, then how will it be possible for Allah's creation to walk on the surface of this earth? So coming back to this point, of Abhay, let us not judge people. And people are in need. I'll give you another example. Many days Rasulullah's house had no fire and food cooked. One day somebody brought a gift, a piece of meat. And Rasulullah hadn't eaten meat for days, months. So Hazrat Aisha and the Khadima said, let's prepare a meal for Rasulullah wa sallam, with this piece of meat, and I'm sure Rasulullah will enjoy it to his fullest. So they prepared it, and it was ready, and just then a knock on the door. See how Allah tests you and me. It happens every day in our shop, in our homes. It's meals time. I've got five calls and meals on the table. A knock on the door. Allah de do. Ji Allah kuch In the name of Allah, please give me a bread. Give me something to eat. What do you and I do? We chase him away. Is this the time to come here? I don't have food. But I've got five dishes on the table. Mm. And I'm lying. And I'm saying to that person out there, Ji, I don't have anything to give you. Tell Yasin. Get out. It happens. It's happening. We do it sometime. Allah forgive us. Don't ever do that. If somebody comes mealtime to your house, gee, whatever you got, little take it and give it to them. You don't know the dua that they will make, Allah will take all your azab and punishment away. Any musibat was coming your way, Allah will take it away. We don't know the power of dua as yet. Respected brothers. Surah, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala prepared it, she's excited, Rasulullah will come, insha'Allah he'll party it, it. They're in the knock at the door. And the person is saying, Allah <makes> bin an'am <andare> So she made an excuse and said, no, I don't have anything much to give. Maaf <makes in> an <animal> Subhanallah, whatever it is. And the Sahil left. And Rasulullah came home, they're excited, now do you want to serve this dish to Prophet? She brings it on the dust that Khan When they open it Instead of a piece of meat There's a big black stone inside Brother Aisha ta'ala is shocked She doesn't know what to say to Rasulullah Because she prepared meals It was a piece of meat that she cooked Delicious And when she opens it In that pot, instead of meat There's a black piece of stone Rasulullah asked What happened? So she said, Ya Rasulullah Asai came, meals time. And I prepared this with great love for you. I knew that you haven't eaten meat. She had a great reason behind this. All right? And I told him I have nothing to give to you. Rasulullah said, see, you know, see what happened? Allah Ta'ala turned that meat into stone. Never chase somebody from your door. Allah said, Don't do it. You don't want to give, say, MashaAllah. Please forgive me, try another home, inshallah. But how unfair it is for you and me when a beggar comes to our house and it's meal time. I and mean, you can see it's an old man, it's an old lady, you can see it's a mother with a child. He must be hungry for the whole day, Shabbat. Allah, <laughs> Allah, send them at your door. You should be happy that somebody came to your house. I'm not talking about these beggars gee, who become like, you know, nuisance. It's become a profession. Healthy, wealthy, they can walk, they can work. They don't want to work. They want this easy money. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about a person that's genuinely in need. There's a big difference. Mr. you're coming back to the point. I'm saying that let all of us work on our own selves. Let's perfect ourselves first. Okay? Make ourselves worthy when we meet allah taala allah is pleased with us and we are pleased with allah subhanahu
1: wa taala Jesus. yes molana very uh, beautiful indeed a lovely nasiya coming through also the this is a beauty of having you on this platform and also molana you know you get uh, this is a zamana we have uh, many different types of friends but when the environment around us is uh, so meretricious, molana and you know uh, that what we do is uh, that uh, we start surrounding ourselves with uh, friends. And uh, those friends are sometimes, you know, they take us away from uh, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they, they take us away from, uh, you know, doing dini activities and so forth. But they are those friends that, that are very humorous and uh, sometimes, you know, they may be the live wire of the community in, in in the sense of taking people away. But how important is it for us to identify these uh, people and uh, knowing that, you know, they are put there for a reason to take away and to dilute our iman. Uh, talk to us about this, uh, Maulana. If you want to see
0: the value of somebody as far as his deen and Islam and taqwa is concerned, what's the formula? What's the yardstick? So, uski you ko the just look at his worldly life. That's the criteria when you want to choose a friend. If you want to see and you want to befriend somebody, you have to look at the qualities of deen. Just look at his worldly life. Is it according to Sharia? Then Alhamdulillah, it's a fantastic friend to make because his dunya is also, is Allah conscious is very particular. Alhamdulillah. But you see sometimes, Alhamdulillah, when we just become too friendish of our body. And this friend is everything. And Rasulullah warned us that a time will come before kiamat. It's happening today. We ignore our fathers. We ill-treat them. We're not prepared to make their khidmat, but let a friend come in the 11th hour, 12 o'clock in the night. Hey, let's go fishing. Oh, I need to go here. You're going to drop everything and go. But let your wife or your children or let your father or mother ask you for a small favor. Better do this for me. You and I know what answers we give to our parents. I don't want to say it. We are so dedicated in the friendship that we say to a friend, because of my friendship with you, I've become the enemy of the entire world because it's only you that I love and I respect and I came. We can't say that for our wives and our children. That's why it said when you make suffer, when you go on journeys of advice, don't go with any Tom, Dick and Harry, any type of friends. Choose your friends. Ar okay? rafiq saying in Arabic, you know, first, see who is going to be your associates and friends on this journey. Ar rafiq Summa-Tariq. Then worry about the direction, and destination. Because if you have the wrong person, then that whole journey, that whole traveling will be guna and masiyat from the start till the end. Because your niyat is incorrect. The friends that you are going has got no deal no concept of namaz, no concept of shiram and haya, no concept of zikrullah, no concept of halal and haram. So what's going to happen? zindagi so it's very important to choose your friends. The Rasulullah sallallahu said, "Help the oppressed and help the oppressor." Hadith of the Prophet sallallahu so sahaba kiram said, ya sallallahu wasallam, We can understand helping the oppressed, the one that's suffering. That's understandable. But what do you mean, help the oppressor? He's a zalim, he's an oppressor. Rasulullah said, "Stop him." That's how you're going to help me. And who is a good friend? Shafat Bay. You see, you and I think that, alhamdulillah, if I go to this friend, mashallah, he'll borrow me his give me money, inshallah. I'll have all the luxuries and all the things that will help me. I think, well, that's a good friend. No. A good friend is Shafat Bay who knows your mistakes and faults and pinpoints it to you in a nice way. That's a real true friend because there's no matlab here if he sees you're not reading namaz he says to you yusuf you're not reading your salah we are best friends but when it comes to salah and sharia and ibadah i will always correct you and vice versa if you see me doing something wrong please correct me that is a true real friend a true real friend. that is not a real friend. Who sees you committing zina, he's covering up for you, he's making plans for you, he knows you are doing haram business, he's covering up for you he knows you are doing haram things he's hiding your faults he's doing self-destruction to him and to you, that's not your friend your friend is he or she that when you associate and look at him they must remind you of Allah It must bring you closer to Allah so ji shafat by. Choose
1: your friends. Absolutely, Molana, and I chose the right Molana for this evening. Baraka field the uh, evening with you, Molana, and uh, Alhamdulillah, Allah bless you for every second that you spent with us, and may Baraka follow you everywhere, both in the dunya and akhirah, Molana. Your parting words uh, this evening.
0: Shabad by Allahu <laughs> Akbar. Gunah kar kamal samajhti <laughs> this is our weakness, including myself. And whenever we give search Shafatwa, it's firstly for us. Okay, this nafs of ours and ego must be put straight. See? So, Paraya mal ko apna This is what's happening now. Wealth, belongings to some other people, we consider it ours. Ye hamara hai. See? We are proud of our sins and on a shorter note, on a humorous note, you know, you know, when friends get together, Shafat Bhai, one of them is a little bit stingy and a bit miser. The other is very generous. So one day a friend had a bottle of honey and he was, you know, eating some honey from that bottle and this friend, Mashallah who oh, is a little bit of a masathya, he came. <laughs> and he saw that honey bottle there. So his taste buds got excited. So he took that, what you call, honey bottle from his friend. And he carried on. He almost finished that whole honey bottle. Now this friend is saying, how am I going to stop this fellow? How am I going to stop him? So he said to him, you know what? If you eat too much of honey tomorrow, it's no good. It'll give you heartburn. Don't eat it. Stop Hoping that he'll stop. So, therefore, I was even much more cleverer. He said, "Gee, I'll keep finishing this Uh, one. So, you have people like that, Shabat, in Mm. life. But anyway, you need to have some humor in your life, Shabat, inshallah. Allah, keep us salamat, protect us.
1: And give us a fiat. khair to our Maulana, Salim, Karim, and you have a blessed, a blessed evening ahead, Maulana. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa
0: barakatuh.
1: Yes, I would like to thank Lukolo for brilliant engineering, and alhamdulillah, keep it all locked on to Malka Sahaba for beautiful programming. From the team and I, till we meet you again, we bid you Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.